Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am not a bounty hunter. I've heard otherwise. Java ruled with fear. Tend to rule with respect. Oh, what is this? Something new. It's a crazy world out there, guys. I know there's politics and everything. It's all I talk about all day long. It's all a lot of my friends talk about. And sometimes we get tired of talking about politics. We just want to escape. We want to get away from it. We want to go enjoy some entertainment and talk about space politics. So that's what we're going to do today uh, with The Mandalorian Season 3. Yes, it is The Mandalorian Season 3. Because everybody who watched uh, The Mandalorian, 50% of them were thinking, um, "Is this is Boba Fett, right? That's, that's Boba Fett? And the other 50% were just sitting there waiting for Boba Fett to show up. But uh, we're going to do some recaps. We're going to do some uh, reviews and breakdowns of these episodes. Something that I do on here every now and then. And uh, whenever I do, I pair up with somebody else who is uh, you know, interested in the same type of nerdy shit as I am. And I found somebody, or he found me, I'm not sure which one, but I am joined today by, uh, he's from the, I think the Mandalorians of Liberty podcast and his <laughs> other show that is a little less terroristic. I, I think it's called Second Print Comics Podcast. It is the one, the only Mark Claire from Mexico with the great internet mark how's it going bravo to you dan um honestly the, the main reason i pair with you on these things is because i know i'm gonna get a, a badass video intro so that's <laughs> yeah you, really you're all just I'm gonna about. talk over yeah. me the rest of the time you're like thanks for the intro i'm, yeah, I'm anyway, gonna review this now <laughs> and this sign there was a slight misprint on that sign that's supposed to be an r and it does say mandalorians of nice. Liberty. You just, it's yep. blocked out of the frame yeah yeah it's just a little cropped and you need to get your uh cropped like my my internet you need to get squared up a little bit there but it's all good uh, so Mark, how's it going, man? Too it's been a now. while since you've been on the show in any capacity. I think it's been since, uh, WandaVision yes. or wait, you're on it for has. like an episode of Loki, right? Uh, I think I started doing the Loki recaps <laughs> and ended up on like one episode. Yep. Yep. Sounds <laughs> about right. Yep. Um, so we're going to do this. Um, wait, we did something else, didn't we? No, you kept That's hitting so me up for other things okay. and, and I never did them yeah i don't know it's you know i hit you up for graphics i hit you up to do shows and it's all it all kind of blends together at some it point does. Uh, i mean time you hit this guy no up meaning. for a lot of shit people a lot it's, it's true 
Um, but yeah, we're gonna. The first one's free, guys. As is sometimes the trend. Whenever we feel like doing it, the first one is free to all you normies out there, and that uh, we're streaming this one live. We'll probably stream the other ones. We might stream them live in like a Facebook, one of our Facebook Patreon groups or something. But That's um, possible. After this one, it's all going to be behind the paywalls. So go over to patreon.com forward slash the system is down or Mark's. Stop being poor. Find $5. You That's right. Do Not, I don't think either of us can super chat anyway, right? You can't super chat. No, You're demonetized. No, we right? cannot. No, no. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, if we did stream to the second print channel, that one we probably could, actually. You guys so aren't quite controversial enough yet? No, not yet. And we don't really do video. We have, we've like lazily sometimes uploaded some of our audio with a still image to YouTube. We've done nothing video wise yet. Yeah. So if you guys want to support, maybe, maybe we'll figure that out. Probably won't because we're also lazy. Um, and it's only going to be for patrons after this anyway. So it doesn't really matter. But um, Patreon, since we can't super chat, since we can't, I mean, we don't really want your money. We're just here for the fun and we're going to do this whether I mean, you pay for it or not. I really do. I need better internet. I need better, like, I need, <laughs> I actually do need the money for, we gotta, to increase my budget. We got to rescue Mark from Mexico. <laughs> They're holding him hostage. But um, yeah, go support us at Patreon. <laughs> in, this room, in this room that they furnished only with a backdrop of one of my podcasts. Yeah, so They're very nice terrorists. Very nice cartels. The other side is like a scene from Saw. It's just like this empty, like, that's why he sounds a little echoey. He's just in like an old... <laughs> Uh, shower house or something but uh, patreon as i'm trying to get to and can't seem to uh, patreon.com forward slash the system is down or mark where can people uh, get the rest of these from you in the future they can get this and so much more nerdy comic book talk over at the second print comics patreon that you can find at patreon.com slash second print pod that is the word second don't do the, the two nd no we're not abbreviating the word second we're not second that lazy Yes, yet. So, Mark, on this wonderful, uh, I don't know, Thursday morning, I, I literally had to look to see what day it was because I don't even know anymore. Um, <laughs> I, that's the same world I live in now. Days don't don't make sense. That's right. Uh, so you watched the episode. I watched the episode. I skimmed through it again this morning as well. Um, do you want to give just kind of... You're, well, going into this, what kind of background do you have with... I know you're like into comics and stuff, but do you have like much background in Star Wars or Boba Fett or anything like that? Oh yeah, I'm very much immersed in in the Star Wars uh, Star Wars mythology. Um, obviously, love all the movies, even the bad movies. I I love to be mad at them for being bad, and I just still love that they're yeah. part of the universe. So, um, and I've read a lot of the comics too, uh, as well as when I was younger, I read all like the Timothy Zahn books, which were like a, basically a continuation of these stories, um, with, with you know, which then got you know butchered away with the J.J. Abrams stuff. But right. some of that stuff is actually starting to become canon. Like, uh, what's his name? The guy with the blue face. You know who I'm talking about. Uh, Thrawn. Thrawn, yes. Grand Admiral Thrawn. See, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, I, I'm very immersed in the mythology. And Boba Fett is, I mean, he's one of those characters. I think he has been more explored in some comics and other books. Stuff that I haven't really been exposed to as much. But he's always been this character who's been extremely popular. Yet, really, if you add up his screen time, it's very, it's very minimal. It's maybe seven minutes across every movie. So, yeah. um, but he's he's always had this allure about him, and to see him return in the Mandalorian, I thought that was pretty badass. I didn't know, you know, I wasn't sure what to think of this character at first, this version of Boba Fett. Um, but you know, that's why they sent us to this TV show, and uh, they teased it well. So I've been looking forward to it. Yeah, same. Um, and for me, like I, I was always a big Star Wars nerd and everything, and uh, I even I was like. I like Boba Fett. I have nothing against Boba Fett, but I don't understand 
like the hype. Right. I don't understand this obsession. They haven't given the us a reason has, like, to like him except right. he looks cool. Right, and he he's on screen for like four scenes, and then he dies. And he act, he originally appeared in uh, like the first time he was on any of the movies was the holiday special because they were planning on bringing him out, and they had him in a little cartoon there riding a dinosaur on the back of a brontosaurus. <laughs> like, there's no reason to love this guy as much as everybody does. But uh, here we Man, are. And I hope they bring that back as an homage somehow in the next uh, <laughs> in this in this series somehow. But put him on a dinosaur. Well, he kind of was. He kind of was. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think there was uh, even something in the mandalorian that kind of poked fun at that that when they had the mandalorian writing like a giant lizard that yeah looked yeah i'm pretty sure there was something uh that was hinting around about that so it'll be even better once they i mean same planet same world and everything with this show so he'll end up on a dinosaur one way or another Indeed. so what would you think what would you think going into this um like they set it up with like this 12 minutes of no talking no dialogue just kind of flashbacks and uh showing us like geonosis and his father dying or his father's helmet and all that stuff um had how you feel uh, well i i liked that we got right to exactly finding out how he got out of the sarlacc pit basically right. we see that he's in this chamber so some kind of rejuvenating chamber that's presumably in the present day uh in jabba's palace uh but you know i i was afraid that i think he like mentioned i'm not even sure if he mentioned it in the mandalorian but if, it, if there was a mention it was a very brief mention it was just like yeah i got out of there or something so yeah. i was hoping this wasn't just something they would brush aside yes. with just a one line or something i was hoping we would literally just see it at some point in the series like the and death of palpatine right and all that they could have just been like well it happened deal with right, it yeah. he's alive oh, by now. the way palpatine's <laughs> back and never died and these force ghosts never told you those assholes yep. um yep. yeah no so i'm glad they really did explain it and it's for the first time because already i'm kind of thinking am i really supposed to like boba fett like he's this bounty hunter he tried to capture han solo right. yeah he helped mando out but it was just to go kill this guy and take over a crime organization so on the surface there's really nothing for us to believe he's any kind of good guy we should we should root for right. so i think the purpose of these flashback scenes was to sort of build that sympathy a bit you know to see everything that he went through uh first getting pulled out of the sarlacc pit or shooting himself out of the sarlacc pit uh seemingly getting like because you saw the one stormtrooper had all that acid but like from the sarlacc pit burned through his helmet so yeah. he got out of there, burned his way out of there, and such was able cool to do scene. so. Such, yeah. such, such a cool awesome. reveal, uh, just to like, be able to see him in the Sarlacc pit burning his way out. Like, totally. something that we always assumed and imagined, but we actually got to uh, see it. And it seemed bit. he killed the Sarlacc, too, because, or did they kill the Sarlacc in the battle? Is that what happened? I, um, I don't know if they killed it or just got away. I don't. I don't either think way that thing was it. dead when he crawled out. That thing yeah. was not moving at all. They didn't kill it. Well, it wouldn't really make sense for them to have killed it and for him to have to burn his way out now because clear the thing's like moving and then kind of alive. But I liked how they because I was wondering how they would handle, um, you know, the Sarlacc pit having two different versions, one with the little worm thing in the middle in the special editions, and then the original just being the the razor pit. Um, Wait, they, is there no worm thing in in? the original in the original it's just the no that but the thing that grabs the on han and then um and you know yeah it's got the... it's got the tentacles coming out but in the yeah. the special edition there's like a worm thing that comes out and is like chomping at him like a big ass thing um mm. and i think they handled it well because that that thing was like if i remember correctly that was like in the middle so this thing dies and they don't show it dying they just show it dead and then that thing like it would have retracted back into itself so whether it's there or not doesn't matter so they don't even have to address whether the special edition right. is canon or the originals are canon which that was pretty funny but um easy yeah. way to avoid the subject yes so yeah we've got all that and then uh he is um 
he's like stranded out there and gets found by Jawas. They take all his arm armor and uh, then they leave him for dead. And the Tusken Raiders come and uh, drag him off to make him their prisoner. Um, any any thoughts on that? I mean, all I could think was like, what a rough day. I mean, right. geez, like not only does he, he has this battle that we see in Return of the Jedi, gets shot into the Sarlacc pit, wakes up, has to fire his way out and just collapses from total exhaustion. I mean, he's got, first of all, it's got to be so hot. Like he's yeah. in this fucking desert inside this thing after being inside the Sarlacc pit in that desert. My God, he passes out, gets all his shit taken, which I think we'd find out what happens to it later because I think that's doesn't he retrieve it eventually from that guy that that Matt Mondo found that had his armor? Is that, that yeah, basically how that something, something yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah. It, was a, it, it feels like forever ago that I watched The Mandalorian. <laughs> I know, same literally a lifetime ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, he is just stripped bare. Uh, he's no long. He's basically no longer. Boba Fett in terms of he's not a Mandalorian. He doesn't have the armor anymore. He's just this guy. Uh, and man, I, I was feeling for him. I think this is helping to build that sympathy. It's kind of like Loki where they're, they're just yeah. like, let's take everything away from this guy at the very beginning. So yes. you have some sympathy for him and then we can very move on so. from there. Yeah, that's a really good comparison. Yeah, it's like we've taken everything this guy ever had and now he's just stripped down to his bare bones. And now we can start to have sympathy for him because he's in this position that no matter what you've done, no one would want to be in being dragged by this giant, uh, whatever those things are called, those desert mammoths. I, I like the part because I was thinking when, when he was walking by, what are they called? Banthas. Banthas, that's right. When he was walking by, walking behind them and holding, I was like, man, why don't you just lay down and let them pull you? And eventually he did just collapse right. and let them get pulled away. I was like, well, I would have done that from the beginning, I think. But yeah, uh, yeah I mean, and then he then he's tied up is as being threatened by that lizard dog thing. I mean, this is all in like seemingly one day. I mean, right. yeah. How could you not have sympathy for him at this point? Yeah, you can have sympathy for him, but it could have got a lot worse because uh, what's the other option? I could like, have raped and murdered him and left him in the desert. <laughs> that's true. Um, I, I mean, more likely... If you if you are stranded in the desert, what are the odds of uh, two caravans of uh, marauders or scavengers or whatever coming by and uh, you know helping you out? I, I mean, they helped him out in not in the Maybe nicest of the ways, but they got him out of the desert. <laughs> I'm thinking because we know it's not too far from Jabba's palace, so maybe it's a, a logical area for that's marauders true. and bandits to be. That's 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 what I tell myself in my canon where I try to explain why things make sense. <laughs> I, I, I'll go along with you there. Um, most likely, lots of people die in this Sarlacc pit. Maybe every yeah. now and then it spits some things out. And it does spit stuff out, as we've seen. Yeah. So, yeah, who knows what could be laying around there. I'll take it. Um, so we keep going back to, uh, well, he, we move into, um, like the future. It keeps jumping back and forth between these flashbacks and this present day where he's like taking power. It picks up where the Mandalorian left off with his story and, um, he takes power and, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Just the, the, the back and forth. Like just me. by shooting Big Fortuna. Like that's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, which. That's how the mob works. Uh, honestly, I love that. I, I don't really care if they're, if it's logical or not that makes sense to me and that's how the, the mob works that's how bib fortuna died he i mean he didn't kill jabba obviously but um i i thought that that was brilliantly handled in the mandalorian as a transition but um the thing i was going to mention was uh these flashbacks he gets it back it's when he gets back into the tank where i'm like all right guys because then it starts to feel just a little bit this is a very minor critique a little bit like um, like a save point on a video game where he's like, got to get back to the tank. Oh, I'm healing up. Yeah. And while I heal, oh, here's, here's a flashback. <laughs> right. We'll just take, pick up where we left, uh, where we press pause and we'll, we'll move along. But yeah, yeah. Fair, fair, minor criticism, I would say, but didn't really bother me, but it is kind of a little tropey, I, I guess. You could say. Sure. I, and I mean, they do have a lot of explaining 
I mean, they have a character that's a, bunch- a lot of explainings to do. <laughs> they've got a character that has very little story, but everybody loves so much, and they've got a lot of uh, gaps to fill. So I think they handled it probably about as well as they could have. But uh, they were at this scene where um, he's taken power, and the the local villagers are coming through paying tribute, and uh, we get this uh, Owen Wilson type Twilight character um, <laughs> who's there for the mayor. Uh, what are you, what were your thoughts on the scene? Um. I thought it was pretty interesting uh, and it kind of showed like, I don't know, I guess a little bit of the trials and tribulations of, uh, I guess, becoming a mob boss in, tr- in a local area, trying to yeah. l- learn how it all works. Because before, as far as I know, he was just kind of in and out of Jabba's palace. You know, he was like one of his top uh, you know, bounty hunter guys, but he didn't yeah. reside in the area. This is not his his spot. So I guess all you got to do is shoot Bib Fortuna and you run the place now. Um, but I, I almost like he, he was hanging out know, there, though. I mean, I, I don't really know. Probably like, knew some of the locals. Yeah, I, I don't know much about the backstory of Boba Fett in the expanded universe or anything. But I believe he is supposed to be a somewhat well infamous uh, bounty hunter, so I'm right. sure he is is known. I mean, they, they don't just think he's some random guy. So he like captures Han Solo, and then he goes there, and he's still hanging out after his bounty has been delivered the next time. So he must like, I mean, he's chumming with the locals at the very least. And in, yeah, he didn't just make a drop off and, and take and take off. You know, he hung around for the after party. Right, and. Uh, <laughs> It, it it also doesn't really make sense if you look back into Return of the Jedi. It doesn't make sense that Boba Fett is even helping Jabba, unless he has deeper ties. Like he's helping when right. the, when Luke and Han and all them are uh, fighting them. Why does he even jump in? Why does he care? Why doesn't he just say peace out? Unless he has like some. Because he's, he's originally hired by Darth Vader. He just also has this right. other thing once he takes to also deliver this thing to, to Jabba the Hutt. So, you know, he, Darth Vader was more of a job. Maybe he has more of a, a longer standing relationship with Jabba, which is maybe why he felt the right to go in and take over, because maybe he's thinking this fucking fucking, you know, this squidly haired fucking guy who's gained weight, a lot of weight since Return <laughs> of the Jedi almost looks like a Jabba now. This guy's in charge. Right. Uh, no, it should be me. Yeah. Which I yeah. guess respect in space in space ethics <laughs> but does it really make sense to have like he's taking over as a mob boss you know a crime lord of a crime mm-hmm. syndicate but we're supposed to be like oh yeah he's like we're supposed to empathize with this guy um and he's yeah, like but- he's gonna be a crime boss but ruled with justice but a crime boss we like <laughs> <laughs> like vigilante what right i, I, I don't know that was much of my thoughts. Like when he goes to the town with um, what's his name? His what's her name? His his bodyguard chick. Yeah, cool. I'm um, sure we'll find out their connection at some point in the series. But you know, they basically show up and they're basically. By the way, did you realize that they're obviously it's Disney, so they can't say this, but they were quite obviously at a whorehouse yes. when they were yes. asking for tribute. Yeah. yeah, I like how Disney <laughs> can put things in there that adults will get, but like I guess it's they're not right. really saying it, so they can tell you know all, all the busybodies like, no, it's not that. It's just a place where women and shirtless men hang out and you know, <laughs> with like chains around their necks. Suggestions to yes. the people that come for tributes. Yeah. Yes, young um, young shirtless uh, man and uh, you know a woman in a bikini top come up to clean their things. Clearly, slave children <laughs> are yeah. coming up to clean their stuff. Nothing to but, see uh, here. <laughs> a couple of things I found interesting about that scene, though. One is that he had his helmet off, so he's clearly not a Mandalorian in the same sense that Mondo is in the series, where taking your helmet off, you know, he did do it in the series, but it was a big deal when right. he did. Um, and this now he's just walking around the town without a helmet on. So he clearly doesn't he clearly comes from a, maybe a separate sect of Mandalorians, yeah. like where he doesn't have that that same, uh, you know, he doesn't say this is the way it doesn't have that catchphrase or anything. So I, obviously, we, God, as we've already old. seen in the 
Yeah, it's very old. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've already seen in the Mandalorian series, there's already like different sects of Mandalorians. So I think he's probably one of these, like, I'm just my own guy, Mandalorian, and I do whatever the fuck I want, including take my helmet off if I feel like it. Yeah. Um, I, I think this is more this is more a storyline thing where they don't want to do a whole nother show like with Pedro Pascal where you never see him the whole time. They're like, no, we fucking hired this British actor guy. Like, we're going to put him on screen. Right. We're, we're paying him enough money. Um, and it sells more toys when uh, you can have different versions with and without yeah, the helmet. the helmet on, the helmet off version. Yeah. I, honestly, I'm kind of surprised they even went that route with The Mandalorian because uh, with, yeah, it being, with it being such a new character that, uh, that a people don't want to confuse actor, with. well-renowned actor, a fairly well-renowned actor. Right. Yeah. That they don't want to confuse with uh, Boba Fett, but they're going to leave his helmet on the entire time and never show his face or give you any, you know, distinction between him and Boba Fett. It's kind of strange. I mean, when I first saw advertisements for The Mandalorian, I was like, oh, it's a show about Boba Fett that they're calling The Mandalorian. Interesting. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah that me too. So, I, not we don't have to spend... I don't want to spend a bunch of time on the Mandalorian because that's old news. But uh, when they, you know, when John Favreau pitched it to Disney, he was probably like, "We're going to keep his helmet on the entire time." They're like, "No, no, you're not. You are not going to." He was like, "Wait, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. What if we put this in it? (laughs) (laughs) What if we give you a cute baby Yoda that you can sell so much? Done. Nobody's going to care about. Nobody gives a shit who the Mandalorian is. They, They just want." Baby Yoda. That's all we needed to hear. Cha-ching. I mean, it really is the Baby Yoda show. They're co-starring the, the Mandalorian. But it yeah. is. What, what do you think they're going to do, at, like moving forward, since Baby Yoda has been taken away? I, we are really... now officially transitioning to a Mandalorian review. Um, yeah, I, I was wondering <laughs> that too because I rewatched the end of the Mandalorian to kind of get ready for this. So I was a lot of these things were running through my mind. Like, yeah, like they can't have a whole series where they're doing computer animated young Luke. Like, I can't. I can't imagine especially with really that be... level of graphics. Yeah. yeah, like that's that's not going to work. Um, and they can't suddenly bring in way older Luke. That would make no sense either unless they did a time jump of some kind. I don't know. Um, so I, I'm assuming at some point we get references to him being there. And for some reason, Mondo needs to go get Grogu. And then maybe we get one more flash of Luke in the window. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, I, can't, I can't imagine we'll see we'll, we'll see too much. Or maybe we'll see Sebastian Stan. Just bring him in. I don't care. Yeah, Sebastian Stan. I'd be fine with that. Fuck it. Like, get a young Luke. Like, we'll, I'll buy it. I can buy Sebastian Stan. Like, yeah. I can buy That's close enough for me. Um, just give us the stories. We don't see. care who the actor is as long as they're good. So, exactly. Yeah, pretty, at the end of the day, pretty much. If they do a good job, you forget about it in, in two minutes. Anyway. <laughs> so, whatever. That yeah. would make more sense. But, I mean, I don't know how much they want to go into the Luke stuff when it's supposed to be the Mandalorian show, even though right. we know it's the Baby Yoda show. <laughs> yep. So, yep. we'll see. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But I am kind of curious if we get snippets of that in this because now, in the present version, it is basically... This is kind of Mandalorian three in the in the timeline wise. So whatever's right. going on, whatever Mandalorian's doing it right now, right now, in, in you know, relatively speaking, is <laughs> whatever he's doing out there, it's taking place yeah. at the same time as this the present version of the Boba Fett show. So <laughs> there could be another crossover. I I wouldn't be surprised if he showed up at some point. Agreed. Um, so where where I mean, they got to get baby they got to get baby Yoda in there. Like, come on, this merchandising. <laughs> There's merchandising to be done. Folks. Just have him like in the background, like him and Luke just sitting at a at a diner or something in the like background. Maybe at some point, by. Boba for maybe Boba needs to have baby Yoda killed for some reason. He finds oh, out, and so then he goes off to kill baby Yoda, and then obviously then Mondo gets word of it, and maybe they have a conflict. Oh, and then maybe that's what maybe that gets. I, baby I Yoda liked out of it. There. I liked your 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 build up there, but then them facing off <laughs> against each other is too Marvel for me. Like too, too, yeah. uh, we gotta have the, the battle, the battle between the people that people know. Um, yeah. yeah. I like that in the series that that didn't happen. I like, I, I like that. They just like, we're basically just like, all right, we're yeah. buddies. We'll help each other out. This is cool. That's true. So but anyway, we're talking about this episode, I think. And um, in it, <laughs> they give this tribute. 
Uh, everybody has to come through and give tribute and all that. And uh, there's this guy who, uh, like I said, is kind of the Twi'lek of uh, the Owen Wilson of Twi'leks. And uh, he's like, oh, the mayor, uh, he didn't send a tribute. He just said hi, basically. And uh, then he, at the end, he's like, oh, and also I'm going to need our tribute. So clearly they're building some conflict here with somebody that we haven't met yet. Um, what do you think about that setup? Well, you know, if we're going to start rooting for Boba Fett as some kind of hero, he's going to need a, an even more evil foil. So I, I presume this mayor character in the background is is kind kind of being built up as that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I like that he, he kind of thought, because I, I don't know. I don't know what was going on before, but I, I don't think the mayor's talking to Jabba the Hutt like that. Maybe to Bib Fortuna, though. Maybe Bib Fortuna was kind of a bitch. And maybe that's kind of yeah. where the conflict is. Because maybe maybe Jabba was in Bib Fortuna just like, he's like, well, I'm here. I, I was just the guy that answered the door before, but I guess I'll take over. Right. And he probably was just a little bitch, and he probably just gave the mayor whatever he wanted. You know, it's probably, it probably did, did, it did reverse the relationship. And now that Boba Fett's in town, it's like, no, nah, no. Nah. We're, we're I, like where you're going. I like where you're going with this. Uh, Bib Fortuna was just like, well, I'll I'll fill I mean, in. Who can take this guy seriously? Right, like, he's just a putz and uh, yeah. pushover, and uh, give he pays off the politicians rather than taking control of the politicians by force. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I really I do like that. that they made him gain like like literally like double in size, like very <laughs> yes. very like because it showed him that it shows that he was just becoming you know a, a fat blob, and it's time to be on your way out, kind of yeah. like Jabba because. You know, depending on what edition of Star Wars you watch, he was quite mobile when he met when he first met up with Han Solo in uh, in New Hope. Depending on what, if if he did in, in your version, um, yeah. and by the time he a few years later, he was a fat fuck, and it was the end of his time. So maybe this is just the cycle of the huts. They get too fat, the, they get too cocky. It's time to go. I want to see the Bib Fortuna chapter. They're just the book of Bib yeah. Fortuna, where the he's. <laughs> Please give me the book of Bib. <laughs> he's just John like, Favreau, if you're listening, I want the book of Bib. I, I would two. be down. Where he's like uh, building up his power in Jabba's uh, whatever, or he's just like a weasel, like he seems, and um, then he gets power and doesn't know what to do with it, and just yeah. gets fat. But pe- could be like a bumbling comedy kind of thing. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> they they go the Disney route with it, and uh, then yeah, it ends with uh, the. Obvious of him getting slaughtered, and we we're allowed to see it because it's rated DVMA. At least give time. me a comic book Marvel. Marvel one one thing Marvel has done amazing is they've taken over you know these Star Wars comics, and they've all been fucking amazing for the most part. So I wouldn't put it past them that they take obscure characters and do miniseries and one shots. I wouldn't yeah. put it past them, especially if we started a trending hashtag campaign. Give us hashtag the Book of Bib. I don't know. Yes. Maybe we'll get. <laughs> I agree. Uh, Nolan Harris asks. Yes, we have chats. Uh, ha- have you all seen Star Wars Visions? I have watched a couple episodes, and what is uh, Star Wars Visions? That's a no, I guess. What it's like uh, anime manga, like um, anthology series where it's just like five or six episodes that have nothing to do with each other, just telling different stories in the Star mm-hmm. Wars universe. It's not really my style. I'm not opposed to it, but I get distracted easily when there's a lot of action and shit. And uh, anime always does that for me. I can't. I just stop paying attention to the story. So uh, it's not bad from what I've seen, but I can't really give too in-depth of a review. And I assume you haven't seen it since you don't know what it is. Yeah, I know you're right. I have not. But I'm vaguely interested, actually. So maybe I'll check it out. You'd probably like it more than me. But... Um, I think that was an insult somehow, but whatever. Let's <laughs> no, you're you're more into the comics and the the likes of that you stuff. Probably more than I. I'm just now getting into the Clone Wars. I'm trying to watch that because I want to get caught up. Um, and I'm watching like Disney has a. I've been putting that off for years because there's so much of it, and I know a lot Same. of it's probably filler. 
Um, I want to get the story, but I don't want to watch like seven years of content. I want the cliff notes. If someone could just write down. Well, what Disney to me. has a playlist now. That's uh, Clone Wars Essentials, and you uh, can watch like it's like episode so one, five, and then jump to the five fluff episodes, yeah. basically. And then, of course, uh, that sets you up, and then they have all of the the latest ep- or the latest season. So that's what I'm doing. I think I'm like three or four episodes in. It's, it gets I better. Follow, I, I may it follow that slow, path, but it gets better. Same for me. I was I was too intimidated by the number of seasons and yep. like you have to learn. So if I can just do an essentials version, all right, I, I'm in. Yep. Uh, good call, Disney. But um, also, Disney, get your shit together because their platform. Uh, you go to Ever, the playlist. Yeah, you you say this. Uh, so you go to the playlist. Never had a single. And problem. it's like episode one and episode five <laughs> is the next one. You play episode one and it just goes straight on to episode two. It doesn't follow the playlist. You have to go back oh, to the playlist to click annoying. on the next one. That's yes. Very annoying. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it forgets. Like it brings you just to the episode where it lives in the ecosystem. Doesn't bring you Correct. to a separate place where this playlist is playing. Correct. Yeah. Come on. You yeah. got so, that down in two thousand. Just get your technology caught up to YouTube and we'll be okay. Um, now, uh, we're, so we're past the, uh, the tributes and all that. This guy is causing the shit. Uh, and Boba Fett says, uh, you know, ruling with justice and all that stuff or whatever the quote is. Um, and he lets the guy leave and they could have killed him obviously, but the guy's being kind of a smug asshole about it, which I think is great. Um, and, um, like just not taking them seriously as leaders, uh, but he lets him live. And, um, so that kind of gives us. The impression that they're going to make, you know, they're they're building this character of Boba Fett as oh he's going to do things differently. He's going to uh, he doesn't care how he's seen the crime scene and that's not what he's doing here. He's at like he's not going along with the mayor obviously and going with the politics, but he's also not going to be uh, the the job of the hut. What, what do you think? Uh, I mean, it, it, it's it's one of those things still where it's like so. Am I supposed to root for this guy who's yeah. just like you know going out there and just basically just being a crime boss and and taking over and acting just like a criminal would be? Um, I, I assume like between the flashbacks and maybe more of what we see in this story, we're they're gonna give us more reasons to actually root for him because if anything, now he just seems like one of two bad guy sides. Sure. So like these these other guys show up and fight them and whatever and like yeah, I know these Power are the heroes Rangers. so. Yeah, the Power Rangers show up, and <laughs> and I I am in my mind rooting for. I mean, I, I actually did really like what are those pig things called that become loyal to him? Uh, the guards. Something starts with the pig G, guard. right? They have a Gamorian. Yeah. Gamorians, I believe that's right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I I did like have a good moment there where you know they're kind of outnumbered, and then like here come the pig guards who pledge their loyalty, <laughs> yes. and like I I enjoyed that because um, I'm a sucker for pig guards. What can I say? Right. I'm a sucker for a good Gamorian. Um, but yeah, and then it's, it's very John I, McAfee of him to be like, yeah, these, these guys here are, they're the outlaws and they should be killed, but I'm just going to hire them as my, my loyal subjects. <laughs> right. Will you be loyal to me? <laughs> um, but, but still I'm thinking like, so am I just rooting for one of the sides of two ba- bad guys, you know, or root, am I rooting for the mob here? Is, is that what I'm supposed to root for? So, but I'm just letting it go. Cause I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying the story yeah. and I, I really do. I think I enjoy it. It's kind of, it is. Does it make you uncomfortable rooting for the outlaws? Not really. 
Mark? Um, Would you no. prefer that he be along with the Empire or the the Rebellion? Or You're trying to wrap me in some sort of political <laughs> uh, political uh, comparison here? Yes. Um, you know, look, look, there's a series of bad guys. I think is what we can say here. No one's going to claim, and the, and the series is not trying to claim that that Boba Fett is some kind of um, good guy or right. good person. But I think what we're going to do through the series is through the flashbacks anyway, see this story, see how he got to where he is. And perhaps along his journey of, you know, taking over Jabba's empire, maybe seeing why he's at least the boss with the heart of gold. You know, I think that's the best we're going to get. Um, now, but, you know, I'm interested to see how they do it. As an aside, was Boba Fett ever really that bad of a guy or did he just, you know, I mean, his job is to hunt down people who owe money. And I assume that there's some sort of contract where they agree that, hey, yeah, if you owe me money, he's, like he's just doing his he's job. He's the bounty hunter with cooler shit. Right. And uh, it just so happens that the guy who owes Jabba money is uh, one of the guys that we like a lot. And that's that's life. I'm sorry. And he you did pay legit owe Jabba money. So exactly. I mean, as far as we know, that is legitimate, a legitimate debt. Yeah. I, I don't know if uh, he was ever not a good guy. Um, if you're fine with uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter, you should be fine. I mean, we've never seen him do Bob, something. Boba. Well, I, I guess you could call just barging and, and murdering Bib Fortuna somewhat, you know, somewhat not nice. <laughs> somewhat <laughs> That's immoral. That's fair. Um, and I suppose him being uh, friends with the crime boss initially. But maybe there's there may be things we don't know. You know, there may be, we don't know why he just went from the Mandalorian and showed up there and just took over. There might be things he found out. Maybe Bid Fortuna was doing horrible shit and we don't know about it. Maybe there's some actual reason he wanted to go take over and, and make things different. So I'm, I'm hoping they, they flesh that out a little more, like the motivation for why he even wanted to go take over Jabba's Palace and take that over. Like what that is a departure of career. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like going from mechanic to like speed car driver. It's like they're related, but they're not, you know, not really the same thing. So I, I'm curious if they give us some more motivation and I, I'm sure they will. Cause I'm sure in these flashbacks, we're going to see, um, you know, how he gets, I, I forget this, this like whatever assassin's name that is, is his second hand, but I'm sure we'll see how their relationship Lady developed. Fett. And I'm, what? Lady Fett is what yeah, I'm let's calling call her. her. Let's call yeah. her Lady Fett. Why not? <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to seeing more of why I should root for Boba Fett, the, the character. And I, right. I do, I definitely do get that. There's definitely a contrast. I think we definitely get that in the flashbacks. Whereas in the present day, we don't see as much of those things we're supposed to be sympathetic for, but I assume we will see more of those as the series goes on. Probably. Um, now we mentioned it briefly, but uh, they come out of the, uh, I guess the brothel or whatever that is supposed to be. And uh, they get attacked in broad daylight by Power Rangers. And I'm dun, calling dun, them dun, Power dun, Rangers dun. because anytime people in costumes in Hollywood, movies are fighting in broad daylight it feels like the power rangers to me i don't care if it's marvel or star wars or anything it's like it's, power rangers with dune dune gear with yeah. those like dune sheet basically it's like they just feel more like costumes when it's in like the morning afternoon yeah, like sun bright red costumes it's like yeah this just feels <laughs> kind of silly guys yes um i don't know what do you think of the fight scene and all that action and and stuff it was fine i mean it showed you know like they were clearly outnumbered and kind of outmatched and but it still showed the, like the boba and uh, i guess lady fat will call her now were able to hold their own <laughs> against these obviously you know well-trained power ranger dune assassins and like i said i popped when the gamorians just jumped in and helped because yes. they could have you know they could have just said fuck it this is our way out right. i know this is you know this guy these guys are being taken out they should they could have joined sides and probably been like the heroes of the whoever whoever the, i'm sure it's these guys must work for the mayor i presume who's not happy that he's coming around collecting yeah. again where I imagine maybe Bib Fortuna wasn't doing that all those years or something, or maybe he was, but they had to deal with him. Who knows? And now there's this guy that they don't control. 
Um, yeah. So yeah, but I, I, I like that there's the little team forming. I'm a sucker for like the teams, the groups. So I, I like that. Like we got uh, we got Boba and his uh, left hand woman, and then these two Gamorians who I I feel like I'm gonna end up. They're gonna be like my my baby Yodas of this. <laughs> like I'm gonna I think I'm gonna end up liking them more and more as as they go as the things go along. Because really, even when we see in the present day, like like they're the ones like putting him in the thing that's keeping him alive. Right. Like these guys kill him at any moment. So right. I gotta respect they, the Gamorians. They flipped. They, they, they the didn't end. even have to kill him. They could have just not saved him. But they saved his life at the, yeah, at the yeah, end there. That's so. true. They've been through some shit. They've been, uh, you know, slaves their whole lives. They could have taken the opportunity to get, to get free, but they made the agreement. He said, you know, if I if I spare your lives, will you be loyal? There's one thing I'll say about Gamorreans: they're fucking loyal, and I respect that's, that. That's right. And they dragged him all the way back to the save point, but um, <laughs> to the save point. <laughs> all right, and continue flashback. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh. Continuing the flashback, um, the we go back to the Tuscan Raiders uh, having him prisoner, and he's chained up. And uh, there's another sequence where he gets a, a I don't know. There's the dog and all that, the and the chains <laughs> and the shit. And then the the little boy Tuscan Raider, which I thought was kind of funny that they or cute or interesting interesting take where they had a young kid Tuscan Raider taking Boba Fett and this uh, Greedo looking red dude. Uh, taking them out to the desert to dig for water, and um, I mean they've got the the attack dog, so it doesn't matter who's watching. But just to see him like brought to such a low point, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, you see him brought to such a low point, and then like this. As far as I know, he hasn't had water this whole fucking time since he got out yeah. of the fucking man. I mean, he's got to be so thirsty, and then he's got to dig for these little water rocks and watch this asshole just drink them, like, or then watch the dog drink them. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, I, I really liked that. You know, I like that also that you know once he got once because first Boba wasn't finding any of them. The only the other guy was. He's like, what the fuck? This guy's finding all of them. And right. this little shit. I forgot what the, the name of the Greedo alien race is. So we'll call him Little Greedo for now. Yeah. Um. But he he's so excited when he finds them. Excited to give them to. To the guy i'm like he's such a little bitch man or as boba <laughs> finds one he doesn't even do it he doesn't even think twice he just cracks that fucker open and starts drinking i'm like he's like yeah i'm getting my water like i don't yeah. care and then the little kid tries to stop him and he just grabs the thing he's like i'm drinking my water motherfucker like <laughs> like i just love that scene like he's the he's in theoretically the powerless one he's totally tied up but he still is able to intimidate this kid and say lick bitch I'm drinking this water. I don't right. care. I'll, I'll dig up your fucking rocks, but I'm taking a drink of water. <laughs> and so I, I really like it. It is showing us, it is giving us more reasons to like and respect the Boba Fett character through little scenes like that. Yeah. Now, if there was anybody in society today that w you think uh, Red Greedo would represent as he's capitulating to all the powers that be and uh, ratting out uh, the person who's trying to save him and, um, you know, handing Are over you all trying to make of... me get political again, Dan? <laughs> I'm trying to get second print comics banned as well. Because Let me just call him uh, Karen Greedo is what I'm going to call him, <laughs> and then we'll leave it at that. I like it. I like it. Um, so uh, I, when they're digging and all this shit, uh, eventually little... Greedo masker um <laughs> where uh digs up a uh a monster um, a sand monster scary motherfucking thing yeah yeah um i thought it was a little as soon as i saw that i was like this is going to be a creature like yeah. as soon as he saw him start to find something I was of like, course I, I i thought i don't know what do you think of the creature i thought he was a little bit odd a little bit off something i mean it might just be the it almost felt has... like he was moving in claymation at times. Yeah. Like maybe they were using claymation, which is I respect if they did. Yeah. Um, I don't think they were, it, but it did kind of have a little bit of a weird feel. To me. Yeah. I, I agree. I felt a little, I mean, it was cool looking and scary, but also it, it did feel, I, I don't know. I, I feel, it felt a little off. It felt like it stood out from the background a little more. Like it, it yeah. felt like it didn't have the normal type of effects that we've seen from, from a lot of this stuff. 
It's probably just. Everything's got lazy. It's know. probably just like a Luke Skywalker face type deal where it's like, hey, you want it, you got it, deal with it. It's not going to be perfect. Look, that's what we could put together. This episode comes out in two days, man. Like, yeah. That's what you got. It's a it's a TV show. We are we spent a million dollar or a billion whatever to get it to look like it, that. So it was scary though. I mean, it went right after trying to eat fucking little Karen Greedo and yeah. like kicking just kicking everything's ass, kicking the. I felt bad for the dog. Now I, I feel like the dog is going to end up part of this team somehow. Like <laughs> yes. they're they're already like making me feel a little sympathy for the dog having the dog just get his ass kicked by this thing. And I and I like that like the dog. It kind of reminded me of that scene where of Crocodile Loki where the dog just like defended and jumped in and bit bit that creature's yeah. hand. Yeah. Um, which is exactly what Crocodile Loki did. That's true. Synergy. Yep. Um. Yeah, we're just building this ragtag team of uh, of misfits with a bounty hunter and a lady. Did Karen Greedo survive that scene? I wasn't. I don't wasn't think so. I think okay, uh, good because she. I'm done with. Karen I think Greedo. he ate Karen or something like that. But <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pretty sure because it struck me as odd and about the only way that you could handle it though when uh, he eats Karen or whatever kills Karen or no he takes her and smashes her into the sand like it's her now <laughs> and he's like pushing her under the sand yes it's her uh as everybody wants to he's like shoving Karen under the sand and suffocating her and i think he ends up eating her um and uh i thought it was weird though that then he goes on to punch boba fett <laughs> as uh, this creature with like four or six limbs and they're they've all got massive claws and you're just going to crazy gonna punch tail him. and yeah you're going to punch him it just I don't know. I don't know how else you get out of that, uh, like from a writer's perspective, how you make it work that he's just fine because he's out there like beat to shit already. Uh, you got to give him a bit of a, uh, I don't know. I was going to make a, a, a sports reference. The, the, the phrase in golf, when you give them extra something, I don't know. No, I don't even, I don't know anything about golf. Okay. Uh, I don't have no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but just having the thing punch him i thought was weird but i don't know how else you'd handle that so yeah and then i like that they had him save the little you know little boy tuscan it a yep. it showed how badass boba fett is because he's not really boba fett he has none of his armor right he's seemingly only had the one sip of water out of a rock all this time and he just grabbed this and i like and there was a good callback because boba fett had told the karen greedo like i could choke you to death with this fucking thing right now so moments right. later he does choke this giant monster to death with this thing and i thought it was really good for us to see like this dude is a badass he's not right. just badass because he has this armor like this motherfucker is a badass ass and right. maybe i don't want to say heart of gold but you know he could have let this thing <laughs> eat this guy eat this guy that's been you know his his captor this whole time instead he did save him and then i also like that he just showed like yeah my chains are free what are we gonna do here right right so and now he's like he's earned the respect seemingly of the tuscan raiders they go back and i think that head tuscan guy hands him one of those water rocks and lets him yep. drink he's not in chains anymore so it seems at least for this first so ch chapter of because i think it's Making been friends. five years Right, it's been five years since Return of the Jedi when Mandalorian takes place, approximately. Yeah, something like so that. So I guess I guess we're gonna see like five years uh, through flashbacks th throughout the show. I don't know if it'll take the whole season or what. Do you know how many episodes this is supposed to be? I don't know. I was thinking originally that last was Mandalorian six. was sixteen, so I'm not sure if this is a shorter. I think it is six, though. I think it's shorter. Yeah, I don't remember. But yeah. um, I was gonna say something. It's gone now. What was the last scene? 
that we were talking uh, about? Well, the, it, it ended as, um, you know, the Tuscan head, Tuscan guy oh, handed right, him right. a rock and, you know, it kind of showed like, all right, you're one of us now. So I don't, I don't know if he's going to spend some time as a Tuscan Raider or just hang with them or well, maybe they'll just let him go or what. I don't what know. I think is interesting is that in the Star Wars universe, there's the life debt thing. I don't know if that applies on Tatooine or anything, mm. but uh, this dude's like going around saving everybody's life and he's building up his team as he goes, making allies. I wonder. Shit. We've called this kid a little kid, dude, Tuscan. I wonder if it might turn just out a to be. Tuscan? Well, I wonder if it might turn out to be this chick. That maybe that's why she's his secondhand man. Maybe that's she, she owes the life debt to him. Maybe it's maybe that's who she is. Because mm, who knows? We don't. We've never seen what Tuscan Raiders are under their shit. Maybe they're just a bunch of different races that joined this yeah. tribe called Tuscan Raider. Like we have no evidence they're not just regular humanoids. They're just. We just yeah, I would be pretty stuff. disappointed though. I mean, when you talk like that, yeah, you, you got to back it up a little yeah. bit. I think that might take. A, I don't know. Like I've thought about this with the Tuscan Raiders. Like, do they are these helmets? Are that, those just their faces? I mean, who right. the hell knows? But um, at some point, it's like but why talk like right? If you can, yeah. I don't know. But like at, at some point, it's like I kind of want to know, but I kind of just want that to be left to mystery and not get to know any Tuscan Raiders personally because they're supposed right. to be like this. Uh, I don't know, the Taliban of the Star Wars universe, and they kind of are better when you don't know much about them, and they, they have a mysterious uh, aura around their whole existence. But I'm sure Disney is going to come in and make them take their helmets off and make them something more sellable and marketable. But uh, I think we're at the end. What did What is your final thoughts on Boba Fett? What did you give it? Let's, are we doing score like out of okay. 10, or are we doing ABC? Sure. What do you want to do? Out of 10 works for me. Okay. Um, I would give this first episode. I would give it like, I'll give it like a seven point five. I would say mm. it was very good. It didn't blow me away. Like I'm not texting anyone. Like, oh my god, did you see the the debut of Boba Fett? Except you, just to schedule this show. Uh, but I'm not. I'm not like. <laughs> oh my god, oh, have you watched it yet? Because I want to do this. Not not because you I. You know, like care the, the first episode opinion. of The Mandalorian. Uh, I was like, this is amazing. I'm blown away. And I don't have quite that same feeling with this book of Boba Fett. That right. being said, I did enjoy it. I did get, I really, I think I much more enjoyed the flashback elements of this, just seeing him, you know, broken down to his, to basically nothing. And like, we not, kind of got our, very... kind of got our baby Yoda moment at the very beginning. Like the, the, like the end of the Mandalorian episode one was what everybody was talking about because it had this surprise that nobody knew about. The beginning of mm -hmm. uh, Boba Fett's like, surprise, motherfucker, we're answering all your questions right off the bat and we're, we're going. Yeah. So Yeah, here's the Sarlacc pit. So I appreciate that. I definitely like it. They just went right into that. And I like that we're getting... I like the format. I like that we're getting these parallel stories where, because I, I didn't want it to just take place right, you know, right when we take off and just reference like, yeah, I got out of the Sarlacc pit and now I'm here. So I'm yeah. glad we are actually getting the full story. We're actually going to see what brought him from his lowest point inside that Sarlacc pit, having all his armor taken off to the point that we meet him again in the Mandalorian when he gets all his shit back and comes to shoot Bib Fortuna. So, and maybe we'll even find out more of the motivation because as it stands right now, like we said, like it doesn't really make sense for this character from what we know to just go decide to take over Jabba's palace, but maybe sure. he's, but he's been through a lot in the last five years and most of it apparently without his armor. So really we have no idea where his motivations lie and why, why he's doing this. So I really hope these are questions that Disney answers in this series and doesn't just leave us to say, cause he felt like it. Cause he, he used to, he, he used to hang out there. So, and he doesn't, he doesn't want to be a full-time bounty hunter. So he's like, fuck it. I'll just go kill this fucking idiot right. and take over. I hope it's more than that. Cause it works better for our story. Otherwise we don't have much to do with this guy other than another Mandalorian right. show. Um, yeah, I loved it. I thought, <clears throat> I, th I thought that they, uh, they didn't try cramming too much in, but they covered everything that, that we needed them to cram yeah. into it, um, without it feeling forced. Like they weren't, 
throwing in a whole bunch of new characters that we have to learn and which I think Disney that's one of their biggest issues and it was part of George Lucas's issue as well is just uh, throwing in new characters and hoping that some of them stick and then you don't some really, of them can become toys right and then you end up not caring about any of them like this stays pretty closely just focused on the main character which is what I loved about Loki as well which I talked about a bunch over there by the way if you guys want to hear our Loki recaps uh, we did an episode for we did a, a recap of each episode. I don't know if, how many of them were Mark, how many of them were me, and how many of them they were all a aired on the second of, friend Patreon. I'll tell you, yes, that. they all aired on mine as well. But go get them on our Patreons. Yes. But yeah, I love this. I love that it uh, because my brain gets distracted easily. I like that. I like things that um, tell a slow paced yes. story, but give you what you want. And uh, yeah, I never felt confused. I never felt like I was losing track of the characters. Like they kept it very straightforward. Right. Yeah, I give it an eight out of ten. I feel like they got. Uh, I, I I feel like it's a great opener. I I would probably agree with you too. Uh, probably more like a seven point five. Now that I think about like the ending and stuff, it does set some stuff up, but it doesn't like. Uh, it doesn't it's have a, like a it's big. It's a very good setup episode, but not a blowaway setup episode. Right. This is like it. Fe- the beginning of it is great. The end of it is still great, but it feels more like you know Mandalorian season one episode four or something. Where they didn't give me a baby like, Yoda. I'll tell you that. Right. <laughs> where you're just like, hey, and to be continued. Where we're here and something something kind of happened. Yeah, there wasn't that cliffhanger thing. Like I I am looking forward to the next episode, but I'm not like. Oh my God! What happens next? I'm just. What happens next? We'll see. <laughs> yep. Agreed. I, I have no issues with any, any of the characters so far. I have no issues with any of the the world that they set up. I'm going with a seven seven point five as well. Oh, you uh, downgraded back to me. Yeah, I'm going with you on this one. Um, Peer pressure. Yes. Uh, I I initially put seven point five, and then I was like, I can't think of anything really wrong with this, but um, I can think. That's of, not about being wrong. It's just I, about you know, there's right. certain levels of excellent, and this is just below excellent. Yeah. I'd say. You give me a sh- little bit stronger of a Act Three, and you got yourself a solid you give eight. Give me a little more Gamorrean, and we're we're going to be talking. <laughs> That's right. Cooking with fire. Yes, and that Gamorrean spinoff, along with uh, the book of uh, Bib Fortuna, coming soon to Disney. It's funny that we used to always make jokes of like, oh, Disney is just going to blow it up into this thing where we have to like watch a new show, a new series for every Stormtrooper, and that. It's kind of where we are for a lot of things. Like, if you watch the Clone Wars, it's like, do you remember who all those stormtroopers were? Well, this batch is going over here to make the bad batch, and now we're going to yeah. follow these. Sto- it's like, all right, I'm here for some of it, and we'll see. I where started it goes. watching Bad Batch, and I did like it, but for some reason, I didn't finish watching it. So maybe I should. Get it back. starts out strong, and then it's like got some filler right off the bat. So oh. well, I, maybe I that's why too. I kind of I tailed off around the third episode where it felt like it was yep, less moving movie. through the action and more like let's have our characters talk. Yeah, and um, I hear that that ties into Clone Wars in some way, so maybe that'll help us both. And I'm sure Disney, with their essentials, they're going to lead, they're going to include the episodes that lead into anything that they're putting out right now. So that might that help. would make sense. Yeah, it's kind of like um, the little Marvel things that they put out that are like 20 minutes on everything you need to know about this character before like yep. Doctor Strange coming out or whatever. Exactly, they know how to do that. They don't know how to run a streaming service. But uh, Mark. <laughs> Any final thoughts? Any any tell people whatever you want them to know about you or the things you do or where they can find them or what you felt about this show and what your anticipations are moving forward. Do you have any predictions? You got anything? Anything at all? Hmm, predictions. Let's see. Uh, I predict that I will probably continue to enjoy this show, and I'm I hope that it gets me excited Safe. as excited by the end as the Mandalorian did by the the end of the Mandalorian. Because by the end of the Mandalorian, I was like, give me more Mandalorian. So. I right. hope that I get to that level of enjoyment with this. Uh, I think worst case it'll be a, I think worst case it'll be a fun six episode 
series that tells us more about Boba Fett and, you know, leads us somewhere else in this kind of this, I guess what they're calling is like the Mandalorian universe. Cause it's whatever takes place in the time of the Mandalorian. So there's, they're kind of building one kind of universe around this era in time, other universe, even though it's all the same universes, but for our intents and purposes, different eras around different set around different areas in time. And I, I am enjoying the building of this Mandalorian universe. So either way, even if it's just another building block, I think I'll continue to enjoy it. Um, I think a uh, prediction for the show, wise i'm just um i'm hoping that it can really make us more from thinking take us more from thinking boba fett is just a really cool bad guy to actually maybe making us think he's some kind of good guy so that, i think that's what we need to see if he is our protagonist like much like mando i mean he started out he's just this bounty hunter but over the course of you know the two years of hanging out with little baby yoda and then by the time he takes his mask off i mean we're, we're in love with the guy so I, I hope they try to give us a similar story with boba fett not that he has to be this you know white meat baby face happy go lucky guy by the end but i think we have to have a little more sympathy for him and to to really see like oh at the end like okay yeah he is a good guy doing the good thing even though he's this bounty hunter even though he just shot bib fortuna and took over a crime crime organization yeah. it does help that nobody cares at all about bib fortuna's life so yeah that helps <laughs> bib lives yeah, matter it, do you think he even had a funeral or they're just like no. okay whatever nobody just cares about that his body in that, that dead star like pit and whatever yeah. yeah but where can people find you mark they can find me everywhere. They can find me personally on Twitter at Mark D. Claire. Uh, you can follow, also follow Second Print Comics on Twitter at Second Print Pod. Again, no no 2ND. You got to write the whole world out at Second Print Pod. Secondprintcomics.com and for our Patreon where you can find this program in addition to your Patreon. But you can find it on the Second Print Patreon where we do all sorts of other stuff too, by the way. Uh, we did a uh, Spider-Man No Way Home spoiler review. Also did a non-spoiler review about a week earlier to not spoil it for some people. So both kinds of reviews are there for you uh we do we do recaps of all the disney plus marvel shows uh so we did hawkeye recaps like i said we did loki recaps with dan what if recaps uh you name it if it's a disney comic related show we have done recaps of it for our patrons as well as other shows like what mark missed where i talk about stories that i miss in the 10 years or so i kind of took off reading comics uh remzo rants there's just so much content for as little as five smackers a month you can find that all at patreon.com slash second print pod i think that's all i have to plug Awesome. And Mandalorians of Liberty. Uh, find it on your local podcatcher. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and you can find me. Uh, I, I talk about all this stuff sometimes and sometimes I, whenever I feel like it. Whenever I feel like watching the new nerd stuff, I always talk about it. But uh, that along with all the conspiracy stuff and the politics and all that nerd shit, um, it's, all, it's all autistic stuff. But you can find it all at thesystemisdown.tv or you can follow me on Twitter at tsidpod right at tsid pod or you can go to uh, patreon.com forward slash the system is down and get the past present and future episodes of these rotten potatoes i guess we can call it um movie tv review rant stuff recaps whatever whatever the hell whatever. and my we're talking about this show whatever yes and uh, i'll end on this my prediction for the future is that uh disney is going to get uh, is going to go all Disney with this. They're going to um, introduce the multiverse to Star Wars, and oh they're God, going no. to bring Mephisto in, and he's going to emerge <laughs> from the Sarlacc pit. But uh, thank oh you all for God. watching, and uh, enjoy. Tune in next time for more Boba Fett recaps with me and Mark Claire on wherever you're watching it. Patreon slash our names. Peace out.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.